Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Welcome back. This is Erica, and today I am in Ischia at a wellness retreat. This is my very first time, and maybe some of you, like me, assume it would be all day yoga, but this one's a lot different. Um, yoga in the morning, but it's all about exploring and getting to know Ischia. And with me right now is Erin Lewis of Eat, Pray, Move. Hey there. Hi. How are you? Good. Well, thank you for sitting here this early morning because right now it's about 7.30 in the morning and we're sitting in Lacomeno in Ischia looking at the water and I've taken Erin from her very busy schedule, taken her out. It's not, a, it's not a crazy schedule, but I've made her wake up extra early this morning so we could talk about you. Thank you. It's not a bad place to be early in the morning. I got to see the sunrise, so it worked out well. <laughs> well, I've heard, because you've said to me many times, this is one of your most favorite places in Italy. Yes, uh, it is. It has been for a while, and um, I'm, I was excited to get back. It has been, besides the spring, I did come visit quickly, but otherwise it's been about six years. Six years? Yeah. But that's not as long as you've actually been in Italy. So, you know, I should, I should preface this and let everybody know the insider information I actually know Erin kind of well, <laughs> and I've known her for a while. Um, but this is the very first time that I've been able to join her on a retreat. Um, but Erin has a really interesting story of, as to why we're here, a, a really great, what I call an origin story. So I thought maybe we could talk a little bit first about who you are. Okay. What would you like to know? <laughs> so I know that you're a Florida girl, but you're also a Florence girl. Yes. So what brought you to Italy and, and I guess what, what brought you to create Eat, Pray, Move? Well, I guess it started back about 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. I lived in Florence for one year and had taken that time out of my work in the States to just move based on pleasure. I had traveled to Italy before, loved it, wanted to try living there and it was a wonderful year and I met a lot of great people and just experienced a culture that really was close to my heart and when I went back to the States I felt like I wanted to feel that same way it felt just alive every day so all I knew is that I wanted to do something that made me passionate every day and it made me start to find what my passions were and I narrowed them down I did a lot of writing and it narrowed down to yoga travel and humanitarian work in some way at the time, I didn't know how to put it together, but after a few years, um, I came up with the idea of doing these yoga holidays. But you actually, just I just want to let everybody know, um, you have been a long-time practitioner of yoga even before then, correct? Yes, I started practicing in 98 and um, had practiced fairly regularly through those years and found different types of yoga and was learning slowly and slowly. There wasn't that many opportunities where I was living at the time. There was some, but not a ton. And so through the years it grew, and then my knowledge of it grew, my interest in it grew. And so around the same time that I was um, moving to Italy and then coming back to the States, that's when my practice had really deepened and I was interested in, you know, making it, it was a daily practice for me, but I was also wanting to deepen it by taking 
a teacher training and then perhaps sharing that later on. And so then, you know, after a few years, the idea to create these holidays came up. And back then, that was not a normal idea. There was yoga retreats, but... Were like all-day affairs. Yeah, more. it was more like training. So you would go, even if you weren't training, you'd do yoga all day, and they were only in specific places around the world. And a lot of it was detoxing and pretty intense. And so I knew that those sounded great for some, you know, sometimes in your life, or some people really were attracted to those. For me, I, I kind of wanted to make it a little more balanced and just bring my practice with me on holidays and vacations and travel experiences. And so that's what I, I thought maybe other people might want to do the same. And so, yeah, that's how Move kind of came about, um, was wanting to get back to Italy, bring people with me and um, share the practice. It sounds like you're also sharing, I mean, you, you were also sharing your Italian lifestyle. Yes, I mean, I had moved back to the States when I began the company, but um, Italy was just, it felt so close to me, and it matches with the way that I, I like to be, and I just, I don't know why I was always attracted to it, I, and now that I've moved back here, um, it feels more like my permanent home, but at the time it was it was um, just a passion, you know, and, I, and it was a way for me to get back as well as to share that love with other people. Can you maybe define or kind of concretize what you think it is about Italy that um, that that really that's your magnet or you know your kind of root? I know for me, when people ask me about why I live in Rome, and I tell them, for, like, uh, I always kind of say personal space is is smaller, and I like that because it also means that my life in a big city is really intimate and it's it's on a it's on a really like it's on a really lovely human level yeah I mean I guess for me I think if I had to narrow it down to one word it's the rhythmo the the pace of life because I feel like what I do even traveling a lot and I tend to be a little type A in my day-to-day life, and I have a lot of to-dos. I have always multitasking, you know, projects happening that you can't, as much as you might want to do that here, you really can't. And the place kind of makes me slow down, makes me learn patience, and um, there's, there's just a richness. I find that I feel more at home with these layers of history and, um, a, you know, like a deep culture around me. And... So I, I, besides that, because I have no Italian blood or anything, I think that's what it is. It's the pace and just the deep culture. And that, um, I think, shows through with all of your yoga retreats that you're all about. I mean, they have these great names like we're on Move and Manifest. Am I saying that correctly? Yes. Um, so so it's all about, in in your wellness retreats, it's all about mixing in the rhythm of the place that you're in with the culture as well as the food and the yoga. Yes. So <laughs> um, what was the very first yoga retreat you ever did? Um, the first one was in Tuscany, and that one we still do, you know, up to this year as well. And it's a smaller one. We have about seven guests and is our maximum. Otherwise, it's 12 guests other places. But um, that one's a nice little intimate one, and um, it was the, the very first one I did, and now it's kind of where where I am living and kind of 
building a house and it's just it's all come full circle it's so that's that's by that's by QZ, right? Because yeah. Tuscany is huge. Right. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about or tell us a little bit about what's on the retreat. That one specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, that one we we explore a lot of smaller villages around the area. We are right on the line of Umbria and Tuscany, and some people aren't familiar with what that is even, but those are the region names, and so we ex- explore the villages in Tuscany and then do some art history and just some general knowledge of that and then we'll go to some villages in Umbria and see the difference and we also go to big cities we've done Florence many times for one of the day trips it's not so far away we do Siena we do a thermal spa day thermal spas are such um, a big part of that area and many areas in Italy and um, we have a lot of amazing food we do a winery visit and a wine tasting we do an olive oil tasting which is really interesting a lot of people haven't done that in a in a formal sense I guess but we use these special cups and um, learn about the notes it's almost like a wine tasting but for olive oil we do cheese tastings Um, we do some amazing walks Um, it depends on which itinerary you choose because I do do different ones there but um, the the area is just very rich and offers a lot of different things. And I think a lot of people leave saying that their favorite part was some of those off the beaten path places, you know, that we visited, like a little teeny town they never heard of, or um, going to this local bar that we take them to sometimes that's really, really quirky. And you would never have gone, you know, as a tourist. And they just thought it was, it was very fun and authentic and they enjoyed it. So, so tell me a little bit about, um, about the yoga practice? Um, The yoga to me, and it was interesting this past year, finally, I mean, we've been around for many years and finally got to put together a proper company mission. And it was really connected by that word connection because the root of the word yoga is, um, means connection. And so it's, I think these experiences are to connect you on um, many levels to yourself in a deeper way through a practice like yoga through other type workshops that we might do on the retreat also connects you to a new place connects you to the present moment um, just by some mindfulness meditation practices and by traveling period I think traveling really makes you without even trying be in the present moment because you're just surrounded by new things and you're being stimulated and your mind's not wandering around to your to-do list. So it's a great way of just a full connection on the day-to-day level. We do as well um, asana classes, you know, the regular yoga classes that you have in your mind probably, which is rolling out your mat, doing some movements, doing some breath work. Um, We also do those. So we always have a class in the morning. Um, depending on the itinerary, we might do a second class in the day as well. Um, all levels are welcome. People come. I've had people come many times that have never done a class in their life. Not even, they're just not, you know, they're beginners, but they've actually never been on a mat. And they feel comfortable enough to come on one of these. And that's always made me really happy because that's the vibe I've wanted to give out. And just saying it's not about you know, this pose that we can do on our mat because that might not help you that much in life, you know, that you can put your leg behind your head. It's not particularly that we do that even in these, but that's not going to help you. But the fact of giving yourself space to try or the, the, you know, that you're breathing and just working through something or the 
allowance that day to maybe not try that because it would be pushing it or being too much in your ego. Um, that, that's the real yoga. So yoga to me is kind of the whole experience, but we also work on our mat. And of course, I love sharing that practice too. Well, you know what you said to me yesterday, um, after the yoga class, you, you were talking, we were just kind of talking about yoga and then about how much you love Iskia. And you said, and I wrote it down, you said, you know, a lot, a lot of this for you was discovering being very passionate about the everyday and then sharing that with the, in these retreats, which I thought at first I was like, oh my gosh, it's just yoga talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I, I, I started to reflect and, um, and I was looking back because I know one of one of the lovely things that you're able to do with all that is you are bringing it into the like you're bringing your practice into the everyday into what we're doing on these retreats. Um, and m- more importantly, I also think you're you're bringing kind of the everyday into the practice in the sense that you're also bringing, you, you know, you have very intimate knowledge with. That sounded kind of funny, <laughs> but you have, you know, you're, you, the, 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 for example, the winery, you, you know, you're knowing the people that we're talking to. These are not just ticking off boxes for mm-hmm. you. And, uh, you're, you're sharing personal experiences because you've really lived, lived through all these places. Yeah. Um, just to let everybody know, uh, do you want to give them the rundown of the spots in Italy where you got, where you are? Because the other thing is Erin is very patient and very relaxed. She does a lot. <laughs> I do. I, I feel like I, I'm sometimes I feel like I'm nonstop, but it's uh, wonderful and I and I love what I do and I'm thankful for it all the time. But yes, Italy is um, one of our main spots with the number of places we go. We go around the world, but in Italy, of course, because I love it, it's um, we have, let's see, Tuscany, Venice, um, Ischia, of course. We do one on the Amalfi Coast. Um, did I say Puglia? Not yet. No, Puglia. Um, I've done one in Siena and one in the city center of Florence before. Um, did you say Venice? Yes, Venice. I think I did say that, but that's one coming up. That's the next one after this. So. It's um, kind of one of those ones on the on the list right now to get to. It's hard now fitting even in the scouting trips, but um, those are always fun and. I, I think Sicily's going to be up on the list, as are some other places I have in the back of my mind. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to talk about Sicily because we're on another amazing island. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in Ischia, which, just to let everybody know, it's off the coast of Naples. I believe do they call it them the Phlegraean Islands. I think, mm-hmm. and um, this is also known as the Green Island. And you really love Ischia. Yes. <laughs> it's funny. My um, knowledge of it, well, I, I wasn't even aware of it many years ago. And then one of my favorite films ever is The Talents of Mr. Ripley. Um, some people think that's creepy, but it's a beautiful film. And I always wondered, where are all those places they, they go? And I know they go to all these cities that are, you know, proper cities, Rome, Venice. But they're in Mangibello. But they're in Mangibello. And I thought, where is Mangibello? And I was looking at that online before there was, you know, all these searches available online and could not find it for a few years. And then finally found that that was a fake name, the one fake name in the film. And it from here in Ischia and um, so then I planned a trip this is again years ago when I was living back in the States came over explored was kind of that 
nerd that was going around the island asking, you know, who met whom and who was in the film and got to meet the people that, you know, ran the beach that they filmed at and met a guy that was in the film. It was, I became this weird unofficial tour guide of Helen's Miss Ripley places and um, even Prochida next next to this island. I kind of like that. I like I know, that too. It's kind of ridiculous. Your, your secret job. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But no, it's it's. I'm really happy that randomly led me to this beautiful place. And so I fell in love with it on its own, you know. And I just think it has so much to offer. And I think the name has, is getting out there more. I've heard a lot more of it this year in the travel industry and, you know, but that's that's great because I kind of want people to know about it and and experience it for themselves but at the same time I secretly I kind of like it because a lot of people don't know about it yet but um, we're in we're in a great time I think right now there's still not it's not overrun it's beautiful it's um, like you said the green island so there's so much to so much agriculture and richness to the land and of course the thermal spas are great yeah let's talk a li- let's talk a little bit about what you like what you like to do in Italy, or uh, not Italy, sorry. Let's talk a little bit about what you like to do in Ischia, or what you would say. Say, I've never been, and I've come down here for the first time, but without you, what would I have to do? Well, I think, um, like this week, we're staying here five nights, and I think that's a, a really good amount of time if you don't have longer. If you have longer, you could, of course, stay at one of the thermal spa hotels, like where we are and really take the waters, as they say, for a longer period of time. So we're, we're actually, just not to interrupt, but yeah. we're... But I did interrupt. Um, we, are, <laughs> we are, just to let everyone know, we're at Regina Isabella in La Comeno, and um, it is actually one of the first hotels because mm-hmm. this was when Angelo Rizzoli discovered Ischia in, like, the 50s or the late 40s. I can't remember exactly when. So that this publishing magnate discover, rediscovers Ischia, makes up this kind of mythology of his, of why he was, you know, magnetically drawn to the island and he builds this beautiful hotel on the water's edge and um, a lot of the hotel is about you know people come and they book a week here they book you know more than a few days because they come to take the waters right because the island is a volcanic island or was a former it's now kind of just the, the big mountain of a hill um, but it has lots of fumaroles and lots of thermal areas. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are, and it's a, it's a great, I mean, it's a wonderful hotel. We love them here. Nice, um, you know, five-star accommodations, but you get this amazing access right at your doorstep to these great waters, and they're all over the island. And so I think, anyway, five days, five nights, I mean, um, is a good time to explore the island, see what you can see um, and not have to leave it. You know, of course you can leave it. A lot of people do and go to Capri and they go to Procida or to Amalfi, but to stay on here, there's six towns. And I, I think for sure one day, you know, if you're staying at a hotel with a thermal spot or not, go to one of um, the, the thermal parks. There's a few of them. I really like Negombo, which we're not far from here either. And so it's it's open, you know, you pay your tickets, a beautiful garden, um, the, all the thermal pools are everywhere and you can have treatments. So I think it's a lot of it's about self-care. I think um, a winery visit or a wine tasting somewhere is a must. Some of the best wines in Italy, actually. We learned yesterday that last year's Vinatili winner was um, from here, which is really surprising. A, a white wine. Yeah. It was wonderful. So there's that for sure to check out. There's some 
great restaurants with views. I think the first site you'd have to visit is the Castello Aragonese, which we were with yesterday um, with our group. And it's beautiful. It's like if you think of Ischia, normally that's maybe the picture you have in your mind, that small island with the Borgo and the castle on top. And um, there's so much history there and lots to see. You think it's just one site, but when you get in there, it's a miniature town and there's always lots of art exhibits and everything. So it's it's a must. Um, I don't know. You want me to tell specific restaurants? No, you, you got, no you've, <laughs> okay. got, you've got it Good. really well. I, I like, like you were saying the six towns. I, I love going to Sant'Angelo. Yes, yeah, Sant'Angelo. That's great. And you can dive off the cliffs there. That's, you know, it's got that hill that you walk up that's yeah. like all little shops are in it. And yeah, you can dive off the cliffs. And that that's the thing. This is not, uh, Iski is not um, sandy beaches. It's a lot of coves, and it's great to actually have a boat. You can go, you can take a boat trip mm -hmm. and go around the island and find these little, th you know, private thermal areas. You can find the the baths, the, the thermal spas like Poseidon and, and Nagombo. You can just find the secret beaches that right. are actually not that secret, but mm -hmm. they're secret <laughs> because you don't know them right now. From a tiny island to, you know, an entire country. I know you're all over Italy, but where else are you with, uh, with Eat, Pray, Move? We have locations around Europe and around the world. I tend to forget all the locations, but I'll try to list them. Um, we do Provence in France and Morocco. We go to Marrakesh there, and that one's the one we've done more than anywhere on our 30th or so retreat there. And that's the one I keep saying I'm going to do. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's a great one. I think it's great for solo travelers that don't particularly want to travel there alone. And... We do, let's see, um, Bilbao in Basque Country in Spain. There's a new one in Scotland we added this year. We've done one in Iceland in the winters and the summers a few times, which has been so much fun. We just put back on the calendar. Um, let's see, Croatia. And one of the Croatia ones, we also did Montenegro. We did two locations in one week. And then outside of that, we go to Bali, which is one of my other favorite places. I love that island. And Goa and India. And we've added Japan, which we're really excited about, and South Africa as well as our first time this, this year coming up for New Year's. I feel like there might be another one, but that's a good list. <laughs> you know, that's longer than the list when I, when I made my notes yeah. in my research. <laughs> um, so I think you got them all. Yep. Um, <laughs> or you can, you can let us know. Um, you know, what it, that's, that's another great point. You know, you were saying that you've done Morocco several times, and I, I mean, you said 30 times, yes. more than 30 times. Yeah. And I said I wanted to go um, on this retreat. I met women that have come to seven Eat, Pray, Move retreats, five mm -hmm. Eat, Pray, Move retreats. But you told me there was a woman who's been to 12, um, 18. 18. <laughs> yes, she's kind of followed me around and um which has been so much fun and there's been some other ones they're in their teens now we kind of started this loyalty program this year and called the retreaters and we give them treats but it's kind of um, a fun little way to just say thanks you know give them special deals fresh promotions first first dibs on new locations because that's a big big thing they always want to know first because sometimes those new locations sell out really fast um but it, it's, I, I always say that it was one of the things I didn't expect about when I, when I started this was I knew I'd look forward to the travel. I knew I'd love sharing the travel. I knew I'd love sharing the yoga. But it's the connections I've made with people and the relationship they've made with each other. And that's what's really made the whole thing 
such a special project. And I forgot to mention, too, another connection, which was goes back to those passions way at the early part that I was saying in the conversation, was the yoga, the travel, and the humanitarian work. That humanitarian psych actually was able to come in. I wasn't sure how that would work initially, but it came in um, two years in, and we started this Give Back initiative, and it's where we partner up, not on every location yet, because it takes us some time to like vet and research the organizations we want to work with, but... In many of our locations, we work with a nonprofit partner there, and part of our proceeds from the retreats will go back to them. So we work with like a, a girl and woman empowerment group in Morocco, which I was a part of the board for that for a few years, and then um, a scholarship program in Croatia, and we do um, kind of a. It was. It's also women empowerment and cultural preservation group in Bali. So it, that's a really nice part too, and I think that connection that people have with those and just knowing as they come on one of these they're already doing something uh, and helping and giving back has been a big part too so just um can i ask this question i mean this i i met a lot of great women but this isn't exclusive to women no it's not um it definitely tends to be the majority of women although i think if you're a really smart guy looking for some amazing women, you might come. But no, we've had men come before. <laughs> um, we've had couples. There's quite a few couples that come. You know, I see them every year, every other year. And we've had a few guys that have been single that have come on their own. There's um, And one time we had a, a guy who just, he's a married guy. And he, you know, we have all these wives that come on their own all the time and say, I just need to get away from the family. And he just said, nope, this is my time. I'm getting away, which I thought was great. Um, so we love when men come and we would like more of them to be here. It just adds a really nice energy. But at the same time, it's really wonderful when we have an all women's group, which happens quite a bit as well. And um, I don't know, it makes a nice space, I think, for women to feel safe and share and talk about life and, um, you know, just spend a week together. It, you know, it was, it's been pretty cool getting to know everyone because I didn't know what to expect. And for me, this is, this is a, a pause from, like, I, I don't normally take time out for myself. Like, yeah, I'll take that, you know, 45 minutes out for the gym. But it's really hard for me to do that. And so I didn't really know what I was going to, who I was going to meet here. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. There are women who have taken time out from their jobs. Yeah. Um, there are women who are taking time out from their family. Um, right. And then there's your gang of uh, dedicated Eat, Pray, Move women yes. <laughs> that are friends that have met on. That's, right. that's what I think is really cool. They're friends yeah. from different kind of walks of life that have met, you know, on your Amalfi right. retreat. And we're like, okay, now we're coming to Ischia. Right. And I'll see you in Morocco. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool. It starts to be these rotating mini reunions. So it's, it's really nice. Actually, the um, one this summer in Scotland, since it was a new one, we had 12 people, and um, I, it was 10 or 11 of them were repeats. So even for us, it's kind of like a mini reunion. It's really fun that first day, just seeing everyone, seeing all the familiar faces. And I'm just as excited to meet all the new faces because then I feel like one day they'll be repeat faces and we'll just get to know each other. It's fun. That's pretty cool. Now I'm going to bring it back to Ischia because um, we're going to have to get on a boat and start our day. But um, I just wanted to ask you to say a few words in your Freddie 
voice. And for everybody, because I, too, I found out, I did not know that until yesterday that Aaron loves the talented Mr. Ripley. And I do, too. And so where I live in Rome, I live around the corner from the house that Tom rented and where he killed Freddie. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Aaron, I can do a really good Freddie imitation. <laughs> so funny. Well, now you have to do oh. it. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think that's why I'm gonna like. That's how I'm gonna go to sleep at night. Now I'm just gonna say to myself, "Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me." Tell me. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me, and thanks for having me in Ischia. Yes, this was it was so much fun. I'm glad it finally worked out. I know you were trying to get you on a retreat for a while, so I'm glad it worked. Well, I think I'm gonna be a, a retreater. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Ciao Bella because I really, really enjoyed making it, especially the location. I was talking to Erin, enjoying the sunrise while sitting on the docks at the Hotel Regina Isabella. Regina Isabella is a gorgeous and glamorous old-school hotel in Ischias Laco Ameno, a beautiful pastel-colored seaside town. Think of it as La Dolce Vita on the sea. And yes, everything in Ischia is that charming and even more so at Regina Isabella. From its yesteryear key fobs, I'm so happy they use real keys, and gorgeous ceramic tiles that wind you through the hotel's labyrinth, to the stripes and colors that would make Wes Anderson jealous. And don't forget the watermelon juice. Ask them about it. Did I mention the sunrise? Regina Isabella faces east, which means mornings are technicolor and Vesuvius, you know, the epic volcano by Napoli is always in full view. To take a peek at Regina Isabella, visit www.reginaisabella.com. I'm going to spell it out. R-E-G-I-N-A-I-S-A-B-E-L-L-A.com. That's Regina Isabella in Ischia. And if you want to know more information about Eat, Pray, Move and their wonderful retreats around Italy and the world, visit eatpraymove.com. Eat, PrayMove.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Disc to Disc Studios, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great. 